everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi everyone, welcome back. We hope you had a wonderful, spectacular weekend. Welcome to November. Susie, what are we checking in with? <laughs> welcome to November. Welcome to the happiest month, really. It's Thanksgiving month. I was in New York this past weekend and every apparel went from Halloween to Christmas. And I was like, you are missing a very important holiday, people. It's Christmas season except for that weekend. No, it's Thanksgiving season. Thank you very much. So with this past Halloween weekend, uh, we both went down memory lane, meeting up with friends from high school and undergrad for Claudia. And we got to reminisce on the good, the bad, and everything in between the then and the now. Even though it's just a couple of years, life has gotten fast in the meanwhile. And there was a lot to catch up on. Yeah, that's a euphemism. Um, so tell us a little bit more first about your New York trip and then I'll go into my Virginia trip. Yeah, so my friend Raquel, her birthday is a couple of days after mine and our other friend Eva, we were all chatting about visiting Raquel. So Raquel did her undergrad and grad in Boston and we never got a chance to visit her, but now she's working and living in NYC and so the, since it was a long weekend in Mexico and I could get the time off, um, we thought it would be a good weekend to get together and yeah. All right. So New York, Chicago and Mexico City walked into a bar <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I lost my charger. <laughs> okay. Not, not the worst night to have in New York City. <laughs> no. Um, but we had a lot of fun, a lot of reminiscing. The first night that the three of us were there was very much like, do you remember this person? Do you remember that person? Where are they now? Hey, look at us, look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. How about you? So, Halloween weekend was also a weekend of traveling for Sam and I. Mm -hmm. For the first time since being married and for the first time in two years, two years or so, um, we went, quote unquote, back to the hive. Um, as we are Yellow Jackets alums, we went back to our college town, Richmond, Virginia. Technically, our college is in the outskirts, but we were in the city center because a couple of our friends from college finally managed to have the reception for their wedding. Um, and this had been a big event on our group of friends social calendar for a couple of years now because we kept pushing back and pushing back and pushing back um so it was really good to finally be able to celebrate them and the bride lives for halloween she is full-blown that is her christmas her thanksgiving her birthday her graduation party all squished into one um so they had their reception on the 30th it was costume optional it was spectacular it was great and uh, yes i will use that pun I will run it into the ground while I can because then we're going to turkey puns and I'm just not not with the program there. Um, what was your costume? So Sam and I did our first married costume. Um, also the first year that we actually got to dress up together. Um, and so we were Morticia and Gomez Adams. <laughs> As a very, they're a very, very good costume if you want to be on team with healthy love. And we're all about that. So <laughs> I am not sorry. I'm being corny. But it was very 
strange because we have seen a group of friends before and we've kept in touch some has like his weekly boys night on discord and all of that but it's strange when we get to see them in their home turf so sort of speak um and especially to catch up with people that we had not stayed in contact with as much since college it was really funny because you remember people as you last saw them they're kind of frozen into your mind as that college senior that recent grad and through this that recent grad label gets diluted very quickly and some of us have been out of college for almost double digits so we can't can't really spin that anymore um, but catching up as young professionals there were some of our professors and our advisors at the ceremony so it was definitely surreal um, having that kind of friendship that says oh man remember when we were almost roommates and now here you are with your baby and you're about like you manage people now like there are people in your organization that respond to you okay so it was very nice but it was very odd at the same time did you have that with your girlfriends no we didn't do that much of like professional catching up just because we do keep in touch very often i talk to eva every other day and mostly it's to complain about work and vice versa <laughs> Uh, we did talk about how difficult it's been for Rachel to be an elementary school teacher in the past couple of years, um, but we're pretty much up to date on everyone's lives. It was weird that like we slipped back into our old patterns of like weekends and sleepovers in high school, but at the same time we're all now three professional adult women that can take a couple of days off and travel and visit each other. And by old patterns, I mean, like, I was the mom of the group. I am the mom of the group. So, you know, I had band-aids in my purse for blisters. I was skirting my little babies through Times Square, like, don't fall behind now. <laughs> Even though I'm obviously not the one that lives there and should be leading the group. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned the mom bit because we also met up with one of my UWC mentees or littles um so the last time i saw them they were a freshman and i was graduating and so i did take on a little bit of that older sibling mom role of like okay this is what you do to talk to your advisor this is where the laundry room when the laundry room is free all of those little things um and as we went up with them in the morning before going to the reception they mentioned it's like this is the first time we see each other in more than four years now. That feeling of, shoot, like I feel like I'm reverting back to little freshy. I don't know what I'm doing because mom is here now. And I was like, no, no, we're in your hometown now. I literally don't know left from right. Please don't let me get lost on Monument Avenue. And it's strange to see people again, take on more roles than the ones that we've known them with. Um, with this person in particular, we had lost touch for a couple of years, just being busy with our respective lives. But just like you mentioned, it's like with the right people, you can fall right back into it. Like nothing changed and yet plenty changed. Oh, absolutely. So Raquel and I went on an MUN trip to NYC uh, back our freshman year in high school. So like 2011. And we had a blast. We had our entire cohort convinced that we knew the city up and down 
and they were just following us everywhere. We had no idea where we were going, but we were really confident that we had to get places, and we did get places. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was so funny. Did you guys maybe have like a moment when you're like, man, remember when we were here in 10th grade and now you live here? Like if we could tell little Susie and little friend, hey, by the way, 10 years from now, she will be showing you around because she will know the city inside out and this is where she will make her life. Um, on that trip, we had lunch at this place and we were like, in a couple of years, we're going to be back with our significant others and our babies and having lunch here and it's gonna be awesome and we're yeah well at least one of us lives there now i found out that chicago exists and so i'm staying here but <laughs> it was really fun that is one of the aspects that we had a lot of fun with so the bride myself and another friend of ours we're a very tight trio in college. And it was really funny to see how the two of them ended up marrying um, their college sweethearts. And one of them went into her major head on grad school and is finally doing what she wanted to do since fresh her freshman year. Um, the other one has completely reinvented her, herself. Um, completely change paths a couple times but she's happy in doing that and it's always funny to catch up and be like hey last time I talked to you you were doing this what's going on with that and it's like oh no that's that's yesterday's news this is what we're doing today <laughs> and it's always funny I was like holy oh okay something happened for you in a while um but it's also been funny and somewhat of a closure moment for me seeing how some of the things that we thought were fundamental to our lives and we're going to make or break our futures mm -hmm. over in college didn't really come to pass. We yeah. all found our paths, even though that wasn't the case. Um, so as I mentioned at the wedding, we had um, a few faculty mm -hmm. and there were a few faculty from the bride and I were in the same department in psychology. And so our advisor was there because we also shared an advisor. And as any respectable wedding guest would do, I was like, okay, before I beeline for the bar, let me say hi to my ex-advisor while I'm presentable in my Morticia makeup and wig, because yes, there was a wig too. Um, I was like, you know, let me, let me introduce myself, say hi, reminisce, and then I can beeline for my second cup of wine and continue the celebrations. Mm -hmm. And did my ego get checked? because I thought I was the hot, hot student of my year. I spearheaded my own internship. This advisor had to sign off on it. We had worked so closely. I was like, there's no way they don't remember me. They're part of why I even came back to teach at the school. And I don't know what has been going on in their life in the meanwhile, but I know I was not that memorable in their book. <laughs> so, as I approached them, like, they gave me the look of, should I know you? <laughs> They're like, um, Madeline? Nope. My face tells people that I'm a Madeline, and I still don't know how I feel about that. Um, 
And so I, I cleared that up. I was like, you remember you were my advisor, the internship, this and that. And I was like, you know what? It's great. It's fine. I'm not the center of everyone's universe. Totally fine. And then we started reminiscing on who else from the department was at this celebration, who ended up where. And again, like as the conversation goes through, it just, have you ever been at those networking events when you can just tell your interlocutor is looking for any kind of exit route? It's like, I short of stopping in your tracks and saying, you it's okay if you stop talking to me. There's no classy way for you to let that be either. Mm -hmm. And so I mentioned that someone was there who had taken one psychology class, just one with me, with that faculty, uh, before transferring out or at the very least dropping the major. And so this faculty like lights up from the inside. It's like, huh, John Doe, I should go talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time, Madeline. I was like, man, now the line for the bar is so long. <laughs> Damn but, it. Like, senior me would have been mortified at that, thinking, oh, you know, in five years, your advisor is not going to remember who the heck you are. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of funny to come back and see, A, your faculty and maybe people you, we look up to as more like peers or just plain human. Mm -hmm. um, and also to realize like, yeah, we thought at least the goody two shoes in me thought that without their approval, I would never amount to anything. Like their approval, they don't even know my existence. Um, so that was another little weird takeoff of the situation that was like, okay, so we can fall in and out of each other's radar. Again, the connections that we thought were going to be fundamental didn't really keep going. Some connections that I would have never expected are being amazing, like keeping in touch and reconnecting with that first year mentee or reconnecting with Sam's fraternity brothers, even the ones that I wasn't super close with uh, mm -hmm. when we were all still in college. Yeah. Have you had one of those of like, when you maybe when you go back to Mexico City, you run into someone in the grocery store and I was like, I know I should know you. But do I know you? Uh, well, kids from my class, whenever I do run into them and it's like a Sunday having lunch when I'm back home, it's mostly like, hi, hi, nice to see you, goodbye. <laughs> um, but for teachers, so Raquel and I had a long commute our first night and we were like, how many of our teachers can you name? I mean, they were our whole lives while we were in high school, right? So we should remember them. No, absolutely not. I think we remembered like three of them. <laughs> and the so, very good one, the very nice one, and the one that we still remember because we loathed him or them. Exactly. And so we asked Eva to send us pictures of the yearbook or to take pictures of her yearbook before she boarded her flight <laughs> so we could actually remember their names. <laughs> But before you were asking, like, did your friend see this for you? Did you see whatever their, like, the career path for your friends? And yes, like me, psychology, but I was also taking IB econ and I just didn't know IO psychology was a thing until I was near grad school. 
um, forever. She is our math enthusiast. She always took the hardest math classes in high school. If there would been like calculus with NASA engineers, she would have taken it. And now she works for the best bank, in my opinion. Raquel, we always knew she wanted to go into education and psychology. And now she knows everything and anything there is to know about child developmental psych and how to teach kids and their brains and where they are and they're both amazing it's so funny because i sorry eva if you're listening i forgot for a little bit what you did so as we were preparing this episode i started seeing so many parallels between eva and hala and listeners if you're missing the reference to hala go look back in our spring episodes she was one of my best friends from high school also, IB math high level, I don't think she's done an equation with numbers in it. So she was eight because letters are more fun. Um, and she now works as a financial analyst. So I'm seeing a trend there. I hope if I ever do have kids that they are math wizards because they seem to do well for themselves. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like It's funny seeing the ones that we knew were on a very clear path and we could have seen them going that path since forever. And I think for at least my friend group, and some of us have been, some of us have been out of college as long as you guys have been out of high school. And I will encourage you to keep yourself on mute at this point. Listeners, you're not seeing this right now, but yes, I'm old. Deal with it. As we are getting to this point of our career, it's funny to see us learning more. Like there are some of us that were like, I'm going to be an accounting major. I am now an accountant. And that is what I'm happy doing love that for them there's those who were like I was undeclared until the last minute and I'm still figuring out what I want to do when I'm a grown-up but you know I'm a grown-up I have my job I have my responsibilities and I just have fun on the side um some friends like we've had those that change feel completely um those that took classes on the side in pretty much any discipline that you can mention and I know, especially as IO psychologists, with the research practitioner model, like we keep preaching that lifelong learner attitude. But I'll be frank, when I was graduating college, I thought I was done learning for a while. It's like, I'll be done. I'll, I'll learn my job. I'll learn to be good at it. And granted, it was a naive sight at the time. Um, I learned to do my job. I learned to be good at it. But, you know, like my potential kind of piled up in college and now I just need to do something with it um and that's also the assumption I had for other people and it's really nice to instead see okay some of us went to grad school right off the bat some others may be going back to grad school or to get their MBAs in a couple years some people change careers some people are super happy in their lane and they don't see themselves moving anytime soon Uh, But it kind of goes back to that skilling piece that we talked about during September with um, smart workplace awareness of like, as we graduate, whether we go back for formal education or not, each of us is skilling up and skilling up and skilling up in all kinds of weird ways from the shy friend that never said a word in undergrad and is now a ladies man to the one that is racking up promotion after promotion in every aspect of life. I agree. It's fun too. It was fun to reminisce. It's also fun to applaud them for all that they've accomplished so far. Absolutely. Especially when we know 
people so closely as it sounds like with you and your friends, with me and some of the people in our larger group of friends. Remembering, man, remember when we were sophomores and we were freaking out because Professor Schmidt was going to just fail the entire class rather than retire? Mm -hmm. And I'm using his real name because he's retired now. Um, <laughs> but like those things that used to paralyze us or the things that we used to dream that were so unattainable. And I was like, you know, that's the thing we do now. We're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I was afraid of that. I do it twice a day now. Mm -hmm. So, but it's worth celebrating. It's like, okay, we're not doing that bad for our little past selves. Not at all. And two more trips like this. And two more trips like those. But in the meantime, what if you're not in this place where we're at right now? Of Look at our career. We're only going up from here. I think it's funny because I am in this place if I'm looking backwards, but I definitely also still have the big question mark ahead of me of, I know where I would like to be in two years. Mm -hmm. I know that the odds of that happening are there, but mm -hmm. it's not a given. So for anyone that is more future focused, future oriented and is saying, man, I don't know where we go from here. Um, I would just say, keep networking, keep being as trite and influencer-like it sounds, keep being authentic, <laughs> um, keep bringing your authentic self to work. It's trite and corny because it's true. Mm -hmm. uh, and keep in mind that maybe that advisor or that employer is not going to recognize you <laughs> in two, three years. And it's only going to be a blow to the ego if you let it. Mm -hmm. At the same time, that person that that connection you may have made casually might develop into a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, might be that friend that you end up going to their wedding. And, <laughs> you know, they were just a girl that showed you the way to the dining hall your freshman year. Aww. Um, so find, find your moments, invest for sure in your connections, but don't try to make best friends with everyone in five minutes. As much as I loathe saying it, and I am an incredibly impatient person, sometimes you just got to give things time to play out. Absolutely. It's hard. It's here hard to hear it, but looking back, it definitely works out. <laughs> if you're in the position where you're saying it is definitely not working out for me, it's okay. Stick with us like two or three more months. Put up with some more corny jokes. We come with up with new ones every Monday. <laughs> and then we're just going to keep going from there. It's push only through. Push through. There's only about a couple more minutes left in this episode either way. <laughs> if you come back here to this episode and it's February and your life has not moved whatsoever, fine. Feel free to call me out on my bullshit. But I promise things do move. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on, because we were talking about it prepping for this episode, and I do think it's somewhat funny, is that we have very different, or at least I think we have very different networking styles. Speaking mm -hmm. of creating those connections and keeping in touch. So you were saying you kept in touch with your friends from high school. You mm -hmm. still have a group chat. You're up to date whenever you're in town, but you keep up to date between visits as well. And I'm instead more of the person that will keep in touch with people very sporadically. Mm -hmm. 
I love you. I wish the best for your life. I'm just really bad at texting back. Um, my object permanence is relative. <laughs> and I will admit that is one of my shortcomings. Like I try my best, but sometimes it's hard to keep in touch with people at the same time. If we do reconnect later on, we can click right back in as mm-hmm. if two days passed instead of two weeks, two months, two years. Mm-hmm. So you give me the vibe instead of someone who's like, man, I haven't talked to them in a little bit. Let me check in real quick. Mm. And you don't see yourself that way. Not at all. <laughs> I think I surround myself with very social people, which keep me in the loop of those other people. But myself, not so much. <laughs> I am also kind of petty. And all of you friends listening to this episode, you can call... You already knew that. <laughs> you can call me out on it. But I like giving the same amount of energy that you're giving me. Mm-hmm. And so being that person, like, constantly seeking you out trying to like keep a conversation going is just not gonna work for me (laughs) um so yeah no i keep i keep in the loop because other people keep me in the loop not necessarily because i reach out or at least that's how what i feel (laughs) happens so you're saying it might not be my fault it might be my friend's fault absolutely (laughs) i am always right (laughs) No, and that's always an important part of it because I think if you make networking or keeping up with people into a chore, mm-hmm. or as you were saying, if you're trying to keep a friendship, a professional connection alive that has just run its course, that is going to turn into an incredible emotional demand on you. And yeah, it might be petty, it might be cold, it might be pragmatic, but sometimes it's just not worth it. Um, and I think that's definitely part of what I found, like either partially through moving places. So those superficial connections, just, it's not a breakup. It's just a fading out. Um, but it's also like people can cover different roles on different times. Again, if your friends, you move different directions, nothing says that you're not going to find each other down the road. Um, when you're maybe closer geographically, maybe you're closer career-wise, what have you, but you can always reconnect. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm going to get off the soapbox now. Now, I, I do see it, like, again, after our trip and, like, going through who is where and what, um, there's definitely, like, some friendships that are now happening that like we would have never guessed would happen, but they're happening because they're closer geographically um, or they're now in the same school or whatever. So yeah, just, I guess like don't close yourself up. That's the biggest part. Um, And if people from your past do come up again, it doesn't hurt to say hi and just always be amicable to close yourself off to opportunities absolutely 
unless someone ended up in a multi-level marketing scheme in which case i will condone ghosting but that is another story and that is the only exception i will mention right now and with that little piece of advice well if you manage to keep in touch with people but avoid the multi-level marketers let us know you can drop us a message on instagram facebook twitter on our username bias check-in podcast you can send us an email to bias check-in at gmail.com and you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm or if you would like also a donation to support our podcast let us know if we made you laugh give us some feedback stay in touch as much as it's comfortable and feels natural to do and we will talk to you guys again next monday see you in the next one